Today is July the 8th. What does it mean to believe? Let's find out together as we study the Gospels. So in that meta-command of be saved, one of the main ways Jesus calls people to salvation is, says, is when he says, believe in me. The word believe, both the noun and the verb, occur frequently in, uh, in the Gospels. It's one of the main ways that Jesus uses to call people to follow him. So um, there are three different meanings that Jesus has in uh, uh, using the verb to believe and the command to believe. First of all, in John 4, 21, he says to the woman at the well, believe me, woman, believe me. And then he goes on to explain a point of theology to her. Now what Jesus means when he uses that term, believe me, is simply accept what I am saying as truth. Another way uh, that Jesus uses the command to believe occurs in Mark 5, 36. There, as Jesus um, goes to heal the daughter of a local synagogue leader. They tell the man, um, his daughter has died. But Jesus overheard them and said to Jairus, don't be afraid, just believe. There he simply uses the word believe uh, by itself. He doesn't say believe in me. He doesn't say believe in God. He just says believe. What he's saying is trust. The best is yet to come. And then finally, in passages like John chapter 12, verse 36, Jesus, in, in speaking to the crowd, says, Put your trust in the light. Believe in the light while there's still time. Then you'll become children of light. In the same way in chapter 14, verse 1, to the smaller group of the disciples, he says, don't let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. Now, in both of those uh, statements, you believe in God, Believe in me. He uses the word in. There, what he is saying is align yourself with me. Not just accept what I have to say is truth. Not just trust, but align yourself with me. Now, there is another command that is related to this command. We already uh, touched on it once, 
That's the command to have courage. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 22, uh, Jesus says to the woman who snuck up beside him to touch the hem of his garment and be healed from a, an internal bleed that she had, Matthew 9, 22, Jesus says, Daughter, be encouraged. It's New Living Translation. Literally says, don't fear. <laughs> Have courage, daughter. Your faith has made you well. Uh, if you will look just very quickly in the book of Mark, there is a section of the book of Mark in which faith is underlined. Mark chapter 4, starting in verse 35, Jesus and the disciples go to cross over uh, the Sea of Galilee. A storm arises. Jesus is asleep. They wake Jesus up convinced that the boat is going to capsize and they'll all be dead. Jesus calms the wind and the wave. In verse 41, the disciples were terrified. Who is this man, they ask each other. Even the winds and the waves obey him. Jesus answers, verse 40, why are you afraid? Do you have no faith? Fear and faith are pitted against each other there. In the next paragraph, chapter 5, verse 15, we see Jesus healing a demoniac. The people of the region had fear. Chapter 5, verse 15. They saw the man sitting there fully clothed and perfectly sane, and they were all afraid. Jesus called the man to faith. The people who saw him were afraid. Fear and faith. Mark chapter 5, verse 33, the leader of the synagogue goes to call Jesus. On his way there, the woman touches the hem of his garment. Chapter 5, verse 33, he says to the woman, uh, the frightened woman, trembling at the realization of what had happened to her, came and fell to her knees in front of Jesus. Jesus says, daughter, your faith has made you well. She was frightened. Jesus says, your faith has healed you. And then finally with Jairus, when they tell him his daughter is dead, Jesus says, don't be afraid. Just have faith. Just believe. The opposite of faith is not doubt. The opposite of faith is fear. We can think that the opposite of faith is doubt. There's a kind of doubt that simply says, I will not believe. But normal doubt, doubt that says, I'm not yet convinced. Jesus welcomes that. He is willing for you to have 
doubts as long as you don't close the door to faith. The difficulty comes when our fear paralyzes us. We refuse to have faith because of our fear. So my question to you today, what do you fear? What are you frightened of? How can faith help you conquer that fear? Please like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your comments or questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll enter the narrow gate.